0: The following is a presentation of the Eastern Michigan Sports Network from Learfield. Straight from the 734. It's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Presented by Foaling Warehouse, Ipsy, Ann Arbor. Your chance to get in on the action. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewel.
1: Usually from Ipsilanti, but this time on the road. We're still in Hoover, Alabama, following the baseball series, Alex. And a condensed version of the Eastern Insider today.
0: This one will be short and sweet. We'll go back through last week's events, talk a little bit about what happened for Eastern Michigan Athletics. Also a big week on campus this week. So Greg and I will preview a few of the events to come up. But you mentioned it, Greg, we're still in Hoover, Alabama. We were down here covering the Eastern Michigan Baseball Series as they opened up against Northern Kentucky in a three-game set. So why don't we start right there, Greg? It was a weekend. If you were able to follow along with us on Eagle All Access, that had a lot of ups and downs for Eastern Michigan. The season got underway Friday against the Norse. And Eastern Michigan, well, they came out firing in the first inning. It looked like it was going to be offensive fireworks early on as they were able to uh, add a run in the first inning and get the season underway early. But after that, Greg, in the first game, it was Northern Kentucky that really just kind of stole the day offensively, scored eight runs unanswered, ended up beating Eastern 9-2. to and that's how the season started.
1: Yeah. Chase Thomas house and, and just a day that featured way too many walks in game number one, That followed it up with a really strong performance for the most part. Luke Russo gets the start goes is cruising until the fifth. And then all of a sudden uh NKU started to figure out his pitch selection, knew the off speeds were coming and started hitting that a little bit more. They come from behind to in fall does Eastern Michigan, but a strong performance from Taylor Hopkins. We'll get more into that, but. Uh, A home run picked up right where he finished last year on a tear. Yeah, game two, he had a
0: three-run shot that put Eastern Michigan ahead four to nothing. So they were a little bit more in tuned offensively in game two. Game one, I forgot to mention, 14 walks issued. Game two, Eastern Michigan did not walk a single batter, still couldn't hold on. Northern Kentucky came back, scored uh, four, and then added a fifth in the seventh inning to take the lead for good in that game. But yesterday was a different story, a different day. And I'll be honest with you, Greg, you and I were calling the game. And after about the fourth or fifth inning, I thought to myself, I don't know if this is going to look any different. Eastern Michigan was just struggling to put at-bats together. They found themselves in the biggest hole they had been in all weekend outside of the first game. It was five to one yesterday, a four-run deficit. But then something changed for Eastern Michigan. An incredible last couple of trips to the bat rack started in the sixth. They were able to put up a couple of runs. And then in the seventh and eighth, their last two at-bats. Five runs apiece, and it was an offensive explosion.
1: It was. And some guys that won't go in the box score as being the noticeable ones. Darren Kraft, a couple great at bats to draw some walks, get on base. Also, Aaron Dolney beating out what should have been an ending-ending double play that only Eastern would have got a run. But he beats out an infield hit and able to then string five together as Taylor Hopkins, a massive day. Uh two RBI shy of his career high, but for the week, the most runs driven in since 2017 by an EMU baseball player in a three-game set. Yeah, Taylor Hopkins drove in eight runs overall
0: for the weekend for Eastern Michigan. He was certainly a bright spot, as were numerous other Eagles. Hey, if you want to listen back or watch back any of the games from the first uh, three baseball games this year, go to emueagles.com slash watch. All three of those games are now available on demand. You can view them. For free, you can hear from Coach Roof after yesterday's game if you want to do that. Eastern Michigan, 13-9 to 9 winners yesterday. Real quick on that as well. Eastern Michigan, I mentioned they came back from a four-run deficit yesterday. Greg, that was the biggest comeback they've had since 2018 to win. This They've also scored 10-plus uh, runs now, 28 different times under Eric Roof. He's been the head coach first in an interim role in 2018 and then full-time since 2019. 28 times they've scored 10 or more runs. They've won 23 of those games yesterday, another one of those occurrences. So good start for baseball to get it back into uh, the win column before they made the bus trip home last night. You and I are getting ready to fly home right now. But baseball wasn't the only action we saw last week. It was a busy week for Eastern Michigan. It started on Tuesday with men's basketball playing Akron at home, a 78-51 to 51 loss. Eastern Michigan played well out of the gate, just couldn't finish the job.
1: No, that was the big thing. Kent State, a really powerful team. Akron, a powerful team that they both had this week. They knew they were up against it. So they're going to have to to bounce back against a Western Michigan team coming up this week that's already gotten them once and a Ball State team that's starting to struggle a little bit. But four games left in the regular season. Going to have to, to sweep and get some help to have a MAC tournament bid but still a lot of things and pride on the line. Eastern Michigan, you're right, Greg, is
0: going to have to really do a nice job to finish the season hot down the stretch if they want to get themselves to Cleveland. Meanwhile, the women's team, their conference race is looking interesting as well. Eastern Michigan right now in that top eight. That's where you have to be to get yourself to Cleveland. A tough pair of losses this week. I was at the game at Akron on Wednesday night. Eastern Michigan was down double digits. A large portion of that game was able to come all the way back, but fell 72 to 70. To the zips in the Rubber City. And then on Saturday, Greg, they traveled to Toledo. And unfortunately, uh, really just despite 11 three pointers made for Eastern Michigan, which is a high mark for them, they were unable to get the victory. They lost 84 to 64 at the hands of the Rockets. So as we sit right now, they're going to have to really win a couple of games down the stretch to guarantee themselves to get to Cleveland and make that run towards the championship.
1: This is such a weird standings right now on the women's side. You The top. Four seeds have really distanced themselves from the rest of the field. Bowling Green, Ball State, and Toledo all tied for the top spot in the Mid-American Conference at twelve and two. One of those teams out of the the three is going to win the league because Bowling Green and Ball State will play each other. Still coming up, Toledo right there in the mix. But then you, you see Kent State at nine and five, and then everybody else between four and six wins. Eight teams separated by two games, and if one of those teams win, everything flips and you could go from being a five seed down to the 12 seed just like that.
0: It's going to be tight. It's going to be interesting. Eastern Michigan is going to need all the help they can get in their remaining home games. Make sure you check the schedule and you come out to support Fred Castro and company because they are trying to get themselves into that Mid-American Conference championship race. They've got a couple games left to do so as well in good position if they can knock off a few wins. Also, Greg, in terms of basketball, baseball, we've talked about those, but it was also a historic week on campus for Eastern Michigan last week as EMU lacrosse finally played their first game. Fell in the contest, but you have to congratulate congratulate, excuse me, Abby Alderman. She scores the program's first-ever goal. What an awesome opportunity for her. She'll be able to tell that story forever. And all in all, outside of really one quarter, Eastern Michigan lacrosse, they looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, they will uh, try to continue their growth. First games out always going to be a little jitters. You figure there were so many girls that had never played a collegiate lacrosse game before, so they get that under the belt. They'll have a little time to regroup before they get Winthrop coming up on the road for their first ever road game. Uh, so big congratulations to them. We know they're going to continue to improve and get better. Speaking of more congratulations, Steve Schram, uh, he continues to win and he picks up his first Eastern Michigan tennis win in his career. But this guy. At home, chalk it up. He's going to win it. Chalk it up. He's going to win it. Let's hope you
0: didn't just jinx it. Steve Schramm, first win as the Eastern Michigan head coach. Congratulations to him. Greg mentioned it, a big win over Youngstown State. They won the match five points to two in tennis. You play six singles matches, three doubles matches, best two out of three in doubles. You get a point for that. And then every singles match is worth one point. So seven points available. Eastern Michigan won five of them against the Penguins, all via the singles matches. How about this, Greg? Eastern Michigan, you mentioned it, not only the first win under Steve Schramm, but Steve Schramm has had a ton of head coaching experience. This was his 29th consecutive win at home. So congratulations to Steve Schramm and finally getting that win total underway here at Eastern Michigan. I think we all know there's plenty of wins to come for tennis. A couple more things that happened last week, track and field were in action in Ann Arbor. They took part in the Silverstone Invitational. When you look at what happened there, the men won four events, the women grabbed eight top three finishes. And so congratulations to all of those fantastic student athletes. Almighty Williamson led the way with a win in the 60 meter hurdles. He did that in just a tick over eight seconds. And before we wrap up the week, there was gymnastics as well. They took part in a dual meet at Northern Illinois. Unfortunately, We're not able to come through with the victory, but it was, I think, perhaps the best performance for Eastern Michigan this year. They scored up in the 195 and Raisa Boris, she posted two scores of 9.8 or better and took first place in the all-around there for the Eagles. So congratulations to her. That wraps up what was an incredibly busy week, but we've got even more action coming this week.
1: Yeah, if you thought last week was busy, this week is uh, just a blur and it'll be time to again crown some champions as mid-american conference championship season is upon us. We will see both men's indoor and women's indoor track and field uh compete for their MAC title. That will be down in Bowling Green, Ohio. That will go the 24th and 25th. Women's swimming and diving, they're in the MAC Championships down in Oxford, Ohio. It starts on Wednesday and will wrap up then on Saturday. So both big best of lucks to both, all three of those programs as they try to bring home uh, MAC Championship 156 for Eastern Michigan. We
0: mentioned those sports. We also mentioned basketball. Greg already said it. Tomorrow night, men's basketball hosts Western Michigan at 7 p.m. Tickets still available to come on out to the George Griven Game Above Center. And then a big one on Wednesday for Eastern Michigan women's basketball. They host Buffalo starting at 7 p.m. And this one is a, one that obviously Eastern Michigan wants for their record and for their championship race. But Greg, I think Fred Castro, the head coach of women's basketball, he wants this one on a personal level as well, because there's an interesting stat for Fred Castro. The only team in the Mid-American Conference he hasn't picked up a win over is Buffalo. A good opportunity to do so at home on Wednesday night.
1: Yeah. Felicia, will Jack dominated the league for so long. Now she's Back at her alma mater in Syracuse, Becky Burke, now the head coach, and uh, got Fred in the earlier meeting this year, so they'll try to return the favor. Very critical because those two can flip seedings with a victory there. Uh, women, men's and women's golf, both back in action this week. They're out in Arizona. The women playing at their usual Rio Verde, invitational hosted by Western Michigan. Men's golf, they will take on uh, a field at the Loyola Intercollegiate. That one's in Goodyear. Arizona. So they're back on the course and then back outside will be the baseball team A chance to watch them at Evansville this week. No coverage on emueagles.com, but ESPN plus will then be the way to watch it. Big
0: series for them as they try to take some of the momentum they finished with here in Hoover to take it to Evansville, Indiana. That one could be a cold series. So we'll have to watch for weather updates on what that will look like.
1: So a busy week that was this past week. You forgot one Uh, more. Oh, I did. We still got gymnastics at home. They're finally back. Okay, that's right. After they've got five in a row on the road, they return to close out their year with three straight at home the next three weeks.
0: And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's a big one for gymnastics. It should be their purple purple coming also
1: for a battle of epilepsy, battle of
0: epilepsy and awareness. Of course, Ella. Uh, is one of the teammates that they've had for quite some time. She'll be out there in full force. We'd love to see you out there to support gymnastics uh, as they start their home stretch here. So as I was saying, busy week last week, even busier this week, that's going to do it for this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Just a quick little roundtable. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewel wishing you a great week. We hope to see you all out on campus at some point. Until next week, this has been the Eastern Insider Podcast. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, powered by Learfield. Tune in every Monday for new episodes all year long. And don't forget to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for all of our episodes on demand.